What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host, like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
All right, good evening and happy Labor Day to everybody in you in the USA, Canada, worldwide, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greganator, Misunderstood Lonely Nomad, also with the most creator, YouTuber. Unstoppable independent podcaster and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you're rocking with the 82nd episode of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. Live and direct from StreamYard, along with YouTube and alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page. Make sure you turn on your notifications for um, when each episode is going to be dropping and 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 speaking of speaking of which if you are on the youtube universe and you miss any new and previous episodes whatsoever don't worry everything is all uploaded and and posted to the youtube channel so while you're there go ahead and grab that subscribe button and tap that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the every live stream on the Meticulous Vodges Podcast YouTube channel page. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes with the topics that's gonna be discussed in reviews. Um, there's, there's going to be um, <clears throat> um, ways for you to spread the word to, to your friends and everybody else. Um, of course, download the episodes Share the episodes, share the videos, and of course, more video content, upcoming episodes, and previous episodes. And I'll handle the rest at the end of the show. So there you have it right there. And I hope y'all folks out there are enjoying your Labor Day weekend. And I know a lot of people were looking forward into, into watching the Mets game versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. But unfortunately, it got rained out, so it got postponed to... Wednesday, um, the first one is at um, 12.30 and 12.30, and the other one is going to be at 6.30 on Wednesdays. Um, I just, I found that out um, earlier today, actually. So um, there you have it right there. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and I know a lot of people were out um, celebrating um, Labor Day with the West Indian Parade and other Caribbean cultures that went down and stuff like that. And um, I hope y'all was safe out there. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of security and a lot of cops out there, you know, making sure that everything is all all good and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and I just hope nobody didn't do anything stupid during the Labor Day Parade weekend and today. So, so there's that though. Um, of course, how am, how am I feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually? So far, so good, man, overall, since I'm still celebrating the first anniversary of of this this platform right here, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. Um, we are 82 episodes in, almost close to 100. Um, and in today's episode, um, we're going to be reviewing a music artist goes by the name of China Streets. She has a project out right now called Hourglass that I had a chance to listen to. So um, 
without further ado, I want y'all to get ready, get your water, your, your juices, your mimosas, your sodas, your Gatorades, and all that other stuff, and make sure you get a sip of this music Kool-Aid, man. So here we go right here. Now, for those of you who may not know who China Streets is, I'm going to fill you in right now. All right. So for those of you who may not know, um, okay. It is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look at the bar right here off of this website, um oneworldmag.com, actually. So here it is. So every now and then a new artist pops up out of nowhere, grabs you by the throat and makes you pay attention to their music and their movement. Big Pine, Kendrick Lamar, and even Drake have all had that kind of impact on the rap game over the years. And now we can add the name China Streets to that list. This Brooklyn born MC has honed her craft and carved out her own lane in a very competitive genre in New York City, the birthplace of hip hop, which turned 49 years old today. Can't wait for 50. Um, <laughs> with influences like Tupac because of his passion and Biggie because of his lyrical skill and wordplay. It's no wonder she has become so popular so fast. Her latest single, Pull Up, is already an anthem all over the streets and, and is making lots of noise in clubs all over New York City. And she said, in quote, I want... I wanted to make a, a track that was a straight party song, a song girls can play while they are putting on their makeup and getting ready to go out to the club, and a song guys can roll a blunt to while cruising around looking for girls to holler. <laughs> oh, shit. To holler at. Wow. <laughs> yeah, laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. The beat was actually a birthday present from my friend and producer, Abdul Rashid. I told him exactly what I wanted, and he custom made it for me and turned it amazing. Pull Up has really taken off and was even nominated for Song of the Year by the prestigious Voices Music Awards. Her new album, Queen Shy, is dropping late 2016. Already happened already. Actually, it already happened. <laughs> um. So yeah. So anyway, man. So that's that's a little info about um China Streets. So let's get over to her discography, shall we? Okay. Her discography. Let's go over the singles first. So she got some singles called Pull Up, which I just mentioned. Batty, Weird Girl Antics, War of the Roses. Um, Ghetto Diva, and the latest project that she has right now is called Hourglass. And the track listing goes like this. So Ghetto Diva, Rain or Shine, Hourglass, Eve's Remorse, and Mirrors. So <laughs> let's see. Um, actually, 
wait a minute here. She has EP. So the EP weird girl actually so gassed up caterpillar devious hashtag angry black girl witches brew liquid sunshine. Um let's see where else. Yeah, I think that's about so like I said, I did get a chance to I did get a chance to listen to it and I have to and I have to really say it's pretty, 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 pretty awesome. It's like one of it's like one of those it's like one of those albums that you ever listen to that is like you know poetic and basically you know a storyteller type of thing and this is what i like about some music artists man they're storytellers they tell their own stories and you know there's always the ones that's like you know relatable you know what i'm saying and and this and this project is very relatable <laughs> because it reminds me of what i'm going through in my life and stuff so it may be a little different but you know, with me being in a, in a rut for a couple of months, but I managed to get out of it. So, you know, that's pretty much that's pretty much what I took from that's pretty much what I took from that, though, man. You know, the, you know, you talk about the struggle of trying to make it or whatever case scenario may be. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you gotta trust the process sometimes, no matter what you try to do. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you're going to make it and have a lot of success and i do appreciate this and i do appreciate the hourglass project right there i do appreciate that so keep up the good work you already made it so far so keep it up let me make some noise for the hourglass um album man you know what i mean let's do this All right. Up next, um, we got we got like three movies to go over, and and in a segment that I like to call the Chillax Man Cave Popcorn Lounge. So let's get into it right about now. I know this is gonna be all right. So. First and foremost, Trolls. We gotta talk about Trolls. <laughs> so Trolls is a 2016 American computer animated musical comedy film produced by DreamWorks Animation and based on the Good Luck Trolls dolls created by Thomas Dam. <laughs> Damn! Oh, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> the film is directed by Mike Mitchell with a screenplay by Jonathan Abel and Glenn Berger <laughs> from a story by Erica um, Reverend Noja. The film features the voices of Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, Christopher Mintz, Plaza, Zoe Dejanel, Christine Borowski, 
Russell Brand, James Corden, James Tambor, John Cleese, and Gwen Stefani. The film follows two trolls who go on a quest to save their village from destruction by the Bergens, creatures who eat trolls to be happy. Wait, wait, what? So the budget was like $125 million and, and in the box office it made $346.9 million. So there it is right there. So the film premiered on October 8th, 2016 at the BFI London Film Festival and was theatrically released in the United States on November 4th by 20th Century Fox. The film received generally positive reviews from critics and grossed $346 million worldwide against its $125 million budget. It received an Academy Award nomination for Best Original Song for Can't Stop the Feeling, a sequel, um, which I will review next. Um, Trolls World Tour uh, was released on April 10, 2020, and the third installment will be released on November 17, 2020 of next year um and um let's go to the uh all right so the music so the music part right here so justin Timberlake served as an executive producer for the film's music and released the original song can't stop the feeling in conjunction with hello darkness on may 6 2016. the song reached number one in the official charts of 17 countries including the united states and canada in addition to timberlake rest of the cast contributed to the film soundtrack, which also features guest appearances from Earth, Wind & Fire and Ariana Grande. The soundtrack album was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America and the Australian Recording Industry Association. Um, now we go to the reception. So the box office, Trolls Gross $153.7 million in the US and Canada and $193.2 million in other countries for a worldwide total of $346.8 million against a budget of $125 million. Deadline Hollywood calculated the film made a net profit of $19 million when factoring together all expenses and revenues. In the United States and Canada, Trolls was released alongside the releases of Doctor Strange and Hacksaw Ridge and was projected to gross 30, between 35 to $40 million from 4,060 4, theaters in its opening weekend. On its first day, the film grossed $12.3 million, including $900,000 made from Thursday night previews. It went to open, it went on to open to $46.5 million, finishing second at the box office behind Dr. Strange. Okay, critical response. On review aggregator, website Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 75% based on 165 reviews with an average rating of 6.30 out of 10. The site's critical consensus reads, in quote, Trolls brings its instantly recognizable characters to the big screen in a 
colorful adventure that while geared toward the younger set isn't without rewards for parents. On Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating, the film has a score of 55 out of 100 based on 32 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. Audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of A on an A plus to F scale, while Pulse Track reported film goers gave it an 80% overall positive score. Lizzie Barr of Associated Press gave the film a positive review and said, ultimately, the, the get happy moral of the story, while trite compared to something like Inside Out, is sufficiently sweet enough for its audience. Did you expect more from a piece of candy? Bill um, Zwecker of Chicago Sun Times gave the film three and a half stars out of four and said, we simply will walk out or perhaps dance out of the theater feeling very happy yourself. Andy Webster of the New York Times said, exuberant, busy and sometimes funny. DreamWorks Animations Trolls is determined to amuse. Michael Retschafen, writing for The Hollywood Reporter, called the film an admittedly vibrant looking, but awfully recognizable animated musical comedy concoction. Alonzo Derald of The Rap said, the film combines the barely dare characterization and irritating cutesiness of the Smurfs with the hideous character design and awful pop covers of strange magic. Betsy Bosdeck of Common Sense Media gave the movie four stars. She said, make no mistake, kids are going to love this movie. Trolls is cute, it's colorful, it has tons of catchy songs, and the messages are positive and easy to understand. Um, happiness is inside everyone if you know where, how to find it, and you shouldn't have to change who you are to get someone like you. Okay, so we go to accolades. So, um, so Academy Awards, February 26, 2017, Can't Stop the Feeling, Max Martin, Shell Beck, and Justin Timberlake um, got a nomination for Best Original Song. American Music Awards, November 7, 19, um, November 19, 2017, excuse me, um, Trolls, uh, Trolls um, original, original motion picture soundtrack got a nomination for top soundtrack. Any awards, February 4th, 2017, the, Tim Lamb and Craig um got a nomination for Outstanding Achievement Character Design in an Animated Feature. Um, in an animated Feature Production. Outstanding achievement production design in an animated feature production um um candle crunk height and tim lamb got a nomination for the annie annie awards um outstanding so claire morrissey got a nomination for outstanding achievement storyboard boarding in an animated feature production Zoe Deschanel got a nomination for Outstanding Achievement Voice Acting in an Animated Feature Production. Um, 
Billboard Music Awards, Trolls, um, the Trolls soundtrack got a nomination for top soundtrack and cast album. Trolls also got um, a nomination for best animated feature, um, which took place um, on the Critics' Choice Awards. So Billboard Music Awards is May 21st, 2017, and December 11th, 2016 for Critics' Choice Awards. Um, yes, yeah, so can't stop the feeling. Max Martin, Shell Beck, and Justin Timberlake got um, a nomination for Best Original Song, January 8, 2017, and and also won the award for Best Song Written for Visual Media um, for the Grammy Awards, February 12, excuse me, February 12th. Um, 2017. Um, it, it, the song Can't Stop the Feeling also got a nomination for Best Song Recording Created for a Film um, for the Guild of Music Supervisors Award. Um, the song Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake won an award for Hollywood Song Award for the Hollywood them awards November 6, 2016. Also, the song um, won another award for, for best song written for an animated film, Hollywood Music and Media Awards November 17, 2016. Um, the Trolls soundtrack got um, a nomination for, for best soundtrack from a movie. Justin Timberlake also got a nomination um, for outstanding music supervision film. Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Justin Timberlake also got a, a nomination for the best song from a movie, iHeart Music Awards, March 5th, 2017. Trolls got a nomination for favorite animated movie um, for Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, March 11th, 2017. And of course, Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick along with the Trolls um, soundtrack, also got a nomination for favorite, favorite voice from an animated movie, favorite frenemies, um, favorite soundtrack, um, also Trolls got a nomination for best animated or mixed media feature for the Satellite Awards. I don't know who watches the Saturday Awards these days, but um, <laughs> and the song "Can't Stop the Feeling" also got a nomination um, for best original song. Um, Saturn Awards, um, Trolls got a nomination for best animated film and best soundtrack for St. Louis um, Getaway Film Critics Association, and. Uh, Sheen unanticipated un movie or the movie got got a nomination. So um can't stop the feeling also got also got a nomination for choice music song from a movie or TV show and it also and it also um got a nomination for best original song written directly for a film for world soundtrack awards for teen choice awards. Yeah, you have it right there. Um, you have it right there. Um, I'm actually going to uh, hang on 
second here. Um, wait a minute here, man. Um, all right, so the sequel. <sighs> okay, Trolls World Tour is a 2020 American com computer animated musical comedy film produced by DreamWorks Animation and distributed by Universal Pictures based on the good luck Trolls doll created by Thomas Dam. The sequel to Trolls 2016 and the second installment in the franchise. The film was directed by Walt Dorn um, and co-directed by David P. Smith from a screenplay by Jonathan Abel Glenn Berger, Maya Forbes, Wallace Wallodowski, and Elizabeth Tippett, and a story by Abel and Berger. The film features an assembled cast that features the voices of Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, Rachel Bloom, James Corden, Ron Funches, Kelly Clarkson, Anderson Pack, Sam Rockwell, George Clinton, and Mary G. Blige. The film follows Poppy and Branch as they discover several um, more troll tribes that represent music genres other than their own. Troubles arise when the queen of the rock tribe plans to over overthrow the foreign music genres to unite the trolls under rock music. Wow. Um. So, Trolls World Tour was released in the United States in a limited amount of theaters on April 10, 2020, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and was simultaneously released on video on demand. AMC theaters subsequently announced they would no longer distribute the studio's films, though this was later reversed after AMC and Universal agreed on a new contract. <clears throat> And um, let's see. The voice cast, uh, damn. I didn't know Mary J. Blige was in this. I didn't know Mary J. Blige was in this shit, though. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know she was in there. Um. Yeah, so, uh. So Anna Kendrick as Queen Poppy, the optimistic queen of the pop trolls and Branch's love interest. Justin Timberlake as Branch, an overcautious but good-hearted survivalist pop troll who is Poppy's love interest, later boyfriend. Rachel Bloom as Bob, the feisty and misguided queen of the hard rock trolls. James Corden as Biggie, a large friendly pop troll who accompanies Poppy and Branch on their journey. Ron Funches as Cooper, a giraffe-like pop troll who discovers he is really a long-lost prince of the funk trolls. Kelly Clarkson as Delta Dawn, <laughs> the mayor of the country trolls. Anderson Pac as Prince D, one of the princes of the funk trolls and Cooper's twin brother. Sam Rockwell as Hickory, one of the yodelers who discusses disguises himself as a country troll. George Clinton as King Quincy, the king of the funk trolls, and Cooper and Quincy's father. Mary G. Blige, 
Um, the queen of R&B as Queen Essence. The queen of, fun, of the funk trolls and Cooper and Prince D's mother. Keenan Thompson as Tiny Diamond, a baby glittering pop troll and Guy Diamond's rapping newborn son. Um, Kanal Nayar as Guy Diamond, a naked glittering pop troll with a highly auto-tune auto voice and Tiny Diamond's single father. Iconic Pop as Satin and um, Chanel twin, fashionista, pop trolls who are conjoined by their hair. Jay Balvin as Tricilla, the leader of the reggaeton trolls. Flula Borg as Dickory. <laughs> what the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> One of the yodelers and Hickory, Hickory's brother who helped with his country troll disguise. As the Dean as Langsley, a pop troll who can make her legs grow really long at will. Jamie Dornan as Chaz, the smooth jazz troll. Gustavo um, Dudamel as Trollzart, the ruler and conductor of the butterfly winged classical trolls. Not to be confused with Mozart, folks. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne as Thrash, the retired king of the hard rock trolls and Bob's semi senile father who moves around in a wheelchair. Anthony Ramos as King Trollex, the kind, upbeat, and protect and protect the king of the half fish techno trolls. Karen Sony as Riff, a hard rock troll and Bob's laid back drummer. Um, um, Charlene Yee as Penny Whistle, a, a small flute who resides with the classical trolls. Red Velvet as in Red Velvet Cake as the <laughs> as the K-pop gang, a group of K-pop trolls. Wendy as Wani, the blue member of the gang. Irene as Baby Bun, excuse me, the pink member of the gang. Um, so Sogi as Gum Dory, the yellow member of the gang. Joy as Ari, the green member of the gang. And of course, uh, Yeri as King, as Kim Petit, the purple member of the game. Um, okay, so additionally, Kevin Mitchell Richardson voices Mr. Dinkles, <laughs> Biggie's pet warm, um, Growly Pete, a grumbly voice country troll and Delta um, Dawn's deputy, Sid Fret. A rather dim-witted hard rock troll and Mr. Dinko's guy. Walt Dawn voices Smidge, a small and ordinately strong female pop troll with a masculine voice. Wild guy in a century um anthropom anthro anthropomorphic cloud that serves as the narrator of the opening prologue and King Peppy former king of the pop trolls and poppy's father he was previously voiced by jeffrey tambor in the previous film 
Doran also voices Fuzzbird, a pop troll whose legs are the only thing visible besides his hair. Death Metal Dinkles, announcer, country troll baby, and country troll farmer. David P. Smith's voices country music booster, um, Desert Sun, Ape Goats, <laughs> Licky Bug, and Scrapbook Troll. Oh, man. <laughs> Other cast members include Divine Joy Rudolph as Bliss Marina, a magenta-colored techno troll, and Sheila B., a flower-faced balloon. Betsy Sodaro voices Clampers, a young country troll who lives in Delta Dawn's hair and has huge teeth. Marcella Lentz Pope voices Carol, a seasoned hard rock troll who is often seen eating cheese from a spray can. Berenice um, Amada and Jamila H voice Marimba and Tambora. Two of the reggaeton trolls and two of the many bounty hunters hired by Barb. The McElroy brothers voice skyscraper troll, a four-headed pop troll. Uh, members of the McElroy members include Justin Elroy as techno beat drop button and a tumbleweed in country troll territory. Travis Elroy, no, McElroy, excuse me as Rocker Tear, and Griffin McElroy as Country Music Tear. Christopher Mintz-Plasse appears as Gristle Jr., the king of the Bergens and Bridget's husband, and Zoe Deschanel appears as Bridget, the queen of the Bergens, and Gristle's wife. Um, all right, so. Yeah, so along with Timberlake, Clarkson, Pack, Blige, and Clinton, songs are provided by Chris Stapleton and SZA. The first single from the movie soundtrack, The Other Side by Timberlake and SZA, was released on February 26, 2020. The World, the Trolls World Tour original motion picture soundtrack was released on March 13, 2020. And we go to the box office. So in the U.S., the film made about $60,000 in its opening weekend for 25 drive-in theaters amid extensive movie theater closures due to restrictions targeted at the COVID-19 slamdemic. By May 12th, despite no official reports deadline, Hollywood said media outlets, including Box Office Mojo, had underreported the figures and estimated the film was approaching 1 million from theatrical grosses. By June 7th, Deadline said the film had amassed $3.6 million from the domestic box office and likely had been um, the first place film every weekend since its release. It continued to play in drive-ins in the following weeks. Um, box office Mojo reported the domestic gross at only 450000 and reported the total worldwide gross at $48 million. The numbers.com did not count any domestic gross and put the worldwide total slightly higher at $49 million. 
Video on demand sales um, following its debut digital streaming weekend, it was reported by Fandango now that the film has set the record for most streams on a release weekend by the company. The film also finished number one for Amazon Prime, Comcast, Apple TV, Voodoo. <laughs> not anything but Voodoo, man. What is wrong with people? Okay, not the not the bad shit though, man. I'm not even gonna get into this shit too, man. Hey, yeah, hold on, man. Let me um. Hold on, let me give a shout out to somebody who just came in though, man. Hold on. There's uh no shade, just palm trees just joined. Um, who else came in? Who else came in? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey yo, what up? What up, Junior? How you feeling? How's your Labor Day weekend, man? I hope you're feeling better and stuff, man. Last time we spoke. Um, I will try to hit you up in a couple of minutes after I finish recording. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep doing my thing too, man. I just had a one year anniversary of this show right here, Meticulous Rogers podcast already. I got another one in a couple. I got another one in a couple of weeks for my sports podcast, and a two year anniversary um, in November. So that's gonna be like two years in the making, man. <laughs> eleven, eleven, which is the angel numbers that I started the New York podcast. So. Stay tuned for that one, and and yeah, there you have it right there. Um, let's see. Um, all right, so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Voodoo YouTube and Direct TV with Universal reporting it was purchased ten times more than its previous day one rental Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which had made two, between two to three million dollars on its first day. Altogether, the film made at least $40 million over the weekend. Through the first 19 days of release, it was estimated between 3 and 5 million people had streamed the film, resulting in about a $95 million gross, um, $77 million of which went to Universal, more revenue for the studio than the original film made during its entire theatrical run. After three months of release, the film remained in the top five across most services and occasionally returned to the top spot on Amazon Prime, Fandango Now, and iTunes. By August, IndieWire estimated the film had made about $150 million from rentals. Deadline Hollywood estimated that due to the film's approximate $95 million um, production cost, plus another $30 million spent on marketing, uh, and although rival studios cl- claim Universal spent more than that, as high as a normal $80 to $100 million campaign, the film could even break, if not between 9 to 12 million people rent the film, resulting in about $200 million in revenue. The Hollywood Reporter wrote that in the opinion of some industry veterans, the film may never make a dime, although Universal believes it can make $40 million or more and profit from all revenue sources. In October 2020, The Hollywood Reporter said the film was the second most popular P 
VOD title amid the COVID-19 pandemic behind Mulan. So critical response on Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 71%. Based on 160 reviews, the site's critical consensus reads a fun follow-up for fans of the original Trolls World Tour offers a second help helping of colorful animation, infectious energy, and sings sing-along songs. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 51 out of 100, based on 35 critics, indicating mix of, excuse me, mixed or average reviews. Owen Gleiberman of Variety Magazine gave it a, a mixed review, calling it a, a music-drenched fairy tale and for all its surface pleasures. It's a likable but unimagined one with more enthusiasm than surprise and at the same time, an over-programmed sense of its own thematic destiny. Some critics compared the film to the Avengers Infinity War, calling it Infinity War, but with lower stakes. One, 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 one second, so I can actually get a sip of water. Hang on one second. All right, accolades. All right, so um, let me see. So the Cinema Audio Society Awards. Um, so the recipient, um, um, Ty Sheldon, Scott Millen, Paul Hackner, Christopher Fogel, and Randy K. Singer got a nomination for Outstanding Achievement in Sound Mixing for a Motion Picture. Excuse me. Animated. On April 17, 2021. Just Sing with Max Martin, Justin Timberlake, Ludwig Gorenson, and Sarah Ahrens won the award for Best Original Song in an Animated Film for the Hollywood Music and Media Awards, January 27, 2021. Kayla Lewis um, got a nomination for Best Music Supervision Film. Um, now we go to the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, March 13, 2021. Trolls World Tour got a nomination for Favorite Animated Movie. Andy and Anna Kendrick um, won the award for favorite voice from an animated movie. Justin Timberlake got a nomination. Um, Walt, Walt Dern, Gina Shea, Kendall Cronkite, um, Shandlin, and Matt Bear um, got a nomination for outstanding visual effects in an animated feature. And we go to the Visual Effects Society Awards, April 6, 2021. Luke, Luke Heathcock. <laughs> oh, man. Zachary Glenn, Marina um, Illick, and Michael Troll. Um, got a nomination for Outstanding Creative Environment in an Animated Feature. Um, Brian LaFrance, Sarah um, Symbolicity. Um, Christopher Sprunger and Ruben Perez got a nomination for 
outstanding creative environment, environment and an animated feature. And also, Stephen Wood, Carl Hooper, Spencer Knapp, and Nick um, Jello um, got a nomination for outstanding effects simulations in an animated feature. And finally, Saturn Awards, um, October 26, 2021, Trolls World Tour got a nomination for Best Animated Film. Um, so there you have it right there. And and the sequel is not gonna the sequel to the second one is not gonna come out till November seventeenth of next year. So now we go to now we go to um the movie that I didn't even know Justin Timberlake was in called Runner Runner. Runner Runner is a twenty thirteen American crime film, you know, crime thriller film to be exact. Directed by Brad Furman, written by Brian um, Copelman and David um, Levian, and starring Justin Timberlake, Ben Affleck, Gemma um, Arterton, and Anthony Mackie. You may know from um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. And um, yeah, so the film was released in. The United States on October 4th, 2023, received generally negative reviews from critics and gross $62 million. So the budget was $30 million and, and the box office it made $62.7 million. Okay, so let's see. Let's go to the reception. In its opening weekend, the film came in third place with $7.8 million behind Gravity and Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, too. It grossed $19.3 million in North America and $43.4 million in the rest of the world for a worldwide total of $62.7 million. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds a rating of 7% based on 122 reviews with an average rating of 4.1 out of 10. The website's critical consensus reads, it has an impressive cast and an, an intriguing premise, but Runner Runner wastes them on a bland, haphazardly assembled thriller with a very little payoff. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 36 out of 100, based on 31 critics, indicating generally unfavorable reviews. Audiences surveyed by a similar score gave the film an average grade of C on an A plus to F scale. Yikes. That's gotta suck. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, let's see. So we're gonna get into another segment that I like, that I like to um, go to, which involves um, upcoming video games that's gonna be that's gonna get a lot of games excited so um so yeah well we, this is what we're gonna do right here man we're gonna get into um the the video game chamber so so you can get an idea on which games are going to be coming out and i will um go over it with you in the uh, in the uh, um, gaming website that I just found. Hold on, I can find it. 
Here we are. Here we are. I forgot about this. Man. <laughs> um. <clears throat> All right. Um. Okay. So for the upcoming games that's coming out. All right. Let's get into it right now, man. The video game chamber. Here it is, right there, though. Man. All right. Let's do this. You know the routine of this segment right here, man. This is a segment that actually, you know, inform you of the upcoming games that's coming out in the fall. We redid um, the upcoming games that's coming out in September, and we're going to go over what some upcoming games that's coming out for October. So here we go right there. Starting with the last Arikuru um, for October 13th. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and PC. WRC Generations coming out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Also coming out on the 13th of October. And Dragon Ball The, the Breakers, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC comes out October 14th. NHL National Hockey League 23, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, also coming out on October 14th. And another game that's coming out on the 14th is the PGA Tour 2K23, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC also comes out on October 14th. A Plague Tale on Requiem. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, Nintendo Switch, PC comes out October the 18th. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, 
PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. Um, comes out October the 18th. Them fighting herds. <laughs> it's the opposite of um them fighting words, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, so that comes out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, Xbox 4. Um, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch, October 18th. Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope for Nintendo Switch, October 20th. Um, Second Extinction, um, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC 20. Hold on, let's see if they have information about the gameplay. Let's see. Let's see if they got any information about that too. Um, I don't think they got any information about that as well, but let's take a look at their official website. Um, let's see. Yeah. Well, we want to take a look at um, some games. And, uh, I wish there was, I wish they saw some information about these gameplays, man. I really hope they do because this, I don't know, man. Hold on a minute here. Hold up a sec. This right here, okay, second extinction. Alright, this hold on. Hold on a second here. Yes, they do have a gameplay. So let's um let's go over this. So alright, so um fight back intense three player co-op. Earth is overrun by mutated dinosaurs. Team up with up to two other resistant fighters to take it back in short but intense combat operations. And um, battle mutated monstrosities, these dinos are nothing like the ones in their history books. From the wretched raptors to um, behemoth T Rexes that tower over the horizon, that these deadly creatures have evolved into the ultimate killing machines. Intense gameplay experience, spectacular action, combine your fire teams unique weapons and abilities for explosive events against overwhelming opposition and challenging combat set pieces. And of course, um, Second Extinction is an intense three-player cooperative shooter where your goal is to wipe out the mutated dinosaurs that have taken over the planet. Teamwork is vital as you adopt the role of one of the survivors using a unique combination of weapons, abilities, and skills to take on the vast number of enemies by through a maelstrom, maelstrom of bullets, bombs, teeth, <laughs> claws, and gore. It's up to you to reclaim Earth. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Okay, that's a little... Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. We're, we're, now we go to our next game, which is Gotham Knights. Um, for PlayStation comes out October twenty first. PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, and PC. Um, let's see. Let's see if they have a gameplay for this one. Let's see, if they got a gameplay for this one. So let's go to the website. All right. Um, okay, so your legacy begins now. Step into the night. 
Batman is dead. A new expansive criminal on the world has swept the streets of Gotham City. Damn, Batman is dead? Really? Yeah, a new, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a new expansive criminal on the world has slept the streets of Gotham City. It is now up to the Batman family, Batgirl, Nightwing, um, Red Hood, and Robin to protect Gotham, bring hope to its citizens, discipline to its cops, and fear to its criminals. From solving mysteries that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history to defeating notorious villains in epic confrontations, we must evolve into the new Dark Knight and save the streets from descent into chaos. Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights is an open world action RPG set in the most dynamic and interactive Gotham City yet in either solo play or with one other hero. Patrol Gotham's five distinct boroughs and drop in on criminal activity whenever you find it. Um, of course, you could be a part of the conversation through the following social channels. Of course, you can follow, you can follow, um, let me see. Yeah, you can follow, let me see. Of course, you can go to their gaming channel, which is on, which is on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, um, Instagram, and I believe Discord. So there you have it right there, man. There you have it right there. Um, what else? New Tales from the Borderlands. It's also coming out on the 21st of October, which is for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, oh man, they don't got no, um, okay. So, all right, so up next is Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal. Um, comes out October 21st, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC. Um, comes out October 21st. Um, let's take a look at the review. Let's see what the gameplay is all about, so let's get into it. So. When it launched in 2017, Persona 5 represented the next evolution of the Persona formula. Persona 5 Royal amplifies the stellar turn-based combat and masterful social mechanics, as well as the complex systems surrounding them. But it also adds new characters, story arcs, and a meaty post-game palace that ventures even deeper into the world's war to deliver a definitive way to experience personal Persona 5. The gameplay loop of the original remains intact. You hunt for corrupted individuals, infiltrate dungeons based on their personalities, and, and battle through tons of enemies, all while going to school and developing relationships with various confidants. Connecting with people from all walks of life, learning their stories and strengthening your bonds remains rewarding from 
both a character development standpoint and in the way these relationships give you useful perks. If you haven't played Persona 5 before, this is the best way to start. Even if you didn't you did play the original release, Royal um gives you um plenty of reasons to return. In addition to restructuring the way you level up your relationship with um, Akechi, um, leading to more meaningful interactions with this important character. Um, Royal as um, Kasumi and Maruki, two all new confidants. While, um, while I like the stories of both characters, I especially love the bonuses they give along the way. Kasumi increases your HP and gives you an awesome dodge ability for when a shadow is about to ambush you. While Maruki raises Joker's maximum SP, which comes in handy during lengthy palace infiltrations. Kasumi and Maruki offer um, humorous and heartfelt interactions, and while Kasumi eventually joins your party as a full-fledged phantom thief. That doesn't happen until the new post-game palace. While I'm disappointed she isn't in your party for the vast majority of the game, her constant presence in the story means you are already familiar with her and with her when the time comes. That new palace and its surrounding arc serve up an interesting look at the weird way the world works following the events of the original and offers puzzles, dungeon elements, and is unique from the other palaces in the game. I was initially worried that the addition of a new final boss battle would take away from what the what made the original finale special, but without spoiling it, this new end boss delivers a climatic and cinematic end cap to your journey as the Phantom Thieves. In the 100 hours leading up to that post-game content, I love revisiting the original palaces with their minor additions. Yeah. <laughs> History in the making. Yes. Yes, that's a fact right there. That's a fact right there. Um, yes, that's a fact right there. Um. Where is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, in the 100 hours leading up to that post-game content, I love revisiting the original palaces with their minor additions. Joker now has access to a grap grappling hook, which lets him swing to new points in palaces to find hidden treasure chests or the new collectible will seeds. Each palace three palaces three will seeds are often hidden behind grappling sequences puzzles or difficult battles but if you collect all three and bring the resulting item to a new character jose and mementos you earn valuable accessories to equip to your characters while they all give you powerful perks or moves my favorite was one that buff that buffed and Ali's um, next magic attack to an extreme degree. 
I can't tell you how many times that move helped me turn up the tide of battle. As you progress through the story, you also accumulate showtime moves, team up attacks that play out throughout through funny over the top cutscenes that also have the capacity to get you out of hot water if you are in trouble in a palace. Revisiting the, the memorable battles against palace rulers is made even more fun as they now have additional forms that play off the themes of their sins. Since the palaces are based on the cognitions of the palace rulers, I love seeing how they incorporated the bosses, transgressions, and twisted views in unique ways. Um, while each of these forms adds something exciting or compelling to the way the battles play out. One boss battle operates on one on a one, excuse me, on a time limit, excuse me, and Royals version adds additional dialogue and and a new form without adding time to the clock, leading to frustration, regardless of that one misfire, misfire, excuse me. Thanks to these additions, the palace boss battles are overall better than those in the original, in the, the original game. With so many additions and improvements, Persona 5 Royal is an improved version of what was already one of the best RPGs of the last decade. Whether you've been itching to enjoy the Phantom Thieves journey again or looking to experience it for the first time, Royal wears its crown. Yeah. So the concept, get the Phantom Thieves back together for the director's cut of Persona 5, which includes new characters, gameplay mechanics, and areas. And graphics, the visuals haven't changed from the initial release, but even three years later, Persona 5 still oozes style and visual flair. So sound, one of the best soundtracks of the generation is supplemented by new tracks that diversify and strengthen the musical offerings. The new voice actors slide seamlessly into place with the already excellent cast from the original game. Playability with complex social systems and superb turn-based combat already present. Royal adds gameplay enhancements great and small. Entertainment, while new characters and a new post-game palace are the biggest selling points. The tweaks and improvements make this the best way to experience one of the best RPGs in recent memory. And it's moderately high. So there you have it right there, man. There you have it right there, man. Um, I think I'm gonna wrap up this um this wrap wrap up this episode 82 right here, man. And if you and, and you are more than welcome to actually make a charitable donation to my cash app, which is G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase T A C K Z. Um, once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you decide to um, donate will be appreciated. It doesn't matter if it's a lot of money. Don't be discouraged if you don't have a lot of money. So it doesn't matter. Um, so 
Don't worry about it too much, though. Um, just do what you can. And now, um, now we're gonna go to. Now we're gonna go to a little thing that I like to call. Um, of course, screen choices on the go. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, stream choices on the go is going to be um, the last segment of the night right here. Man. Let's go. You like what you heard, especially in each episode and and the ones that have been posted and, and uploaded and stuff like that. You can go ahead and show some love by following Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, the review show on the brand. And also, you can follow my sports podcast that's also on the brand, um, which is uh, Excellent Fun Vibrant um, Talks Podcast. Actually, the username is still the same. I'm not, I don't plan on changing it, so I'm just going to leave it at that. So, um, and you can also follow my number one show with, with, um, 180 episodes, which is Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, um, Facebook and Instagram. And of course, you can follow me on the gram, which is which is my primary handle, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Um, don't forget to turn on the notifications for details and updates and whatever comes up and postponement or whatever um case scenario may be um i will let you know on that one right there so um yeah so if you go to the link in bar where it says linktree slash meticulous rogers podcast you can go ahead and take a look at the links where you can where you can listen and stream um these episodes and and by the way, uh, while you're at it, you can leave a voice message on, on the podcast show page, which is on anchor.fm slash meticulous vibe juice pod. Um on anchor.fm. Um any questions, any um any music artists ideas, any in terms of rappers, singers, um any game ideas you want me to review as far as the gameplay, uh, movies, TV shows, you you just name the fucking thing and I'll actually get to it. So there you have it right there. So um so speaking of anchor man, all right that's where we're gonna start right there. So here we go. We are on Anchor, Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM, Podcast, Player FM, Podcast, Podfriend, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and you can give a five-star rating on Podchaser, Lost Odd with Hot friend and reason, you know, excuse me, Spotify as well. So that's Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify where you can give your um, five star rating review. So there you have it right there. And also, um, you can listen to Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show 
on Radio Public. We are also on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. Be sure to follow my other two shows that's on there right there, which is Excellent Fun, Vibrant Talks Podcast, um, alongside with um, with um, my number one show. By the way, man, um, Excellent Fun, Vibrant Talks Podcast is the sports edition show, and I actually added the name to it. I'm going to try to see if I can actually... Um, I could try to either record episode 33 either today or probably probably sometime in the middle of the week. Like it depends. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um yeah, so off the meat rat chains New York podcast is also on iHeartRadio as well. So make sure you follow that show as well with um we are about 180 episodes in, and we are episodes away from the 200 episode, which is going to be a reflection episode. I'm just keeping shit simple, man. I'm not trying to do anything too much with all, with all the craziness that's going on right now. So there you have it right there. That's iHeartRadio, where you can listen and stream. And, and last but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button. Click on that noni noni bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. Um, and of course, if you miss any new and previous episodes, everything is uploaded and and posted to the Meticulous Virtues Podcast YouTube channel page. So, so be sure to catch up on the episodes right there. And leave a like and a comment along with the episodes, with the topics of the of music artists, movies, TV shows, and games that, that are being reviewed. Um, and and of course, stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Share the episodes, share the videos, download these episodes. Um, listen, stream, watch these episodes. Um, and of course, tell a friend to another friend by spreading the word. Word of mouth is important. And of course, you can you can share the podcast along with the link that says Linktree slash Meticulous Virtues Podcast. Um, with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, um, your friends people you are cool with from work and all that other stuff so and um and that's gonna do it for me this is your this is your homie g money stacks i'm g money stacks and that's what my friends call me thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me and hanging out with me on episode 82 titled hourglass dedicated to china streets Putting in the work in the music. So I'm actually proud of her. So you know what I'm saying? So um, so yeah, like I always say at the end of the show. Go ahead and follow your dreams, your goals and dreams. Do what makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. The grind doesn't stop. Hard work pays off. Um, 
um, trust the process. New York wasn't built in a day. And, you know, and, you know, be sure to, you know, take care of one another, support one another, and also, for forget, find your voice, be confident in what you do, creatively speaking, especially if, especially in your craft, whether it's um, whether it's radio personality, whether it's um, podcasting, like I'm doing right now, uh, with three three podcast shows underneath of my belt, um, and whatever career field you are interested in. Don't let your parents stop you from accomplishing your goals and dreams. Um, And just, you know, go with your heart. Go with your instincts. And, you know, confidence is key. Finding your voice is key. And, you you know, find something that clicks to you, that gets you into your zone. So stay in your zone. I'm up out of here. I hope y'all had a nice Labor Day weekend. And, of course, I hope y'all had a good time with the Labor Day festivities with the Caribbean cultures and stuff like that. And, of course, stay liquid. And be careful out there. Take care of one another and all that other great stuff. And um, I will see y'all in the next episode. Peace and one love. Stay tuned for the next episode. And of course, peace and one love. Have yourselves a good night, folks.
Check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to YouTube and grab the subscribe button. Enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream. More video content, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the YouTube channel page. Share the videos, spread the word, be sure to download your favorite episodes, tell a friend to tell another friend, share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends, and also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics and and what you thought about the um, topics as well and what topics you think we should talk about next to review. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to the show. Peace and one love.